2: He's a three. Oh.
0: <laughs> Arm yourselves, America. This is Defenders Live. Hey!
2: Oh goodness. It's Monday. It is indeed. So, what better way to start off a radio show than with a little bit of a weather warning. Weather warnings? What do you mean? Weather warning? Uh the earth could be hit by a mini ice age as the sun hibernates. <laughs> the earth could be braced for a mini ice age as ex- experts warn a solar minimum could last until the twenty fifties.
3: Wait, a solar minimum? Mm-hmm. Do you mean to tell me that there's no more global warming?
2: Yes. Apparently we have dodged the global warming fiasco. The the the, the dangers that was global warming. That's We're a, free and clear.
3: Oh my god. Oh my
2: god. I I I I said I know, right? This is an historic moment. So that means theoretically we should never have to hear from Al Gore, Michael Moore. Uh there's so many, it's hard to pick just one. Allegedly. <laughs> we don't have to hear these people anymore. We have dodged a bullet, ladies and gentlemen. It's
3: done. We're done. We're out.
2: Huzzah.
3: Huzzah. We've done it. It's all finished. Everything is done.
2: The world, it can be at peace now. Now we can focus better on impeaching Trump. It's all done. (laughs) Sunspot activity on the surface of the sun (laughs) follows a well-known but little understood 11-year cycle. Ah. Wait. I'm sorry. What? Mm, Yeah.
3: What? There's a what cycle? What? What? There's a solar spot cycle?
2: There is a there there's is. a
3: sunspot cycle as well as a solar cycle. What?
2: Yes, huh? a, a, <laughs> uh, activity rises and falls, creating a so-called solar maximum and then a solar minimum. Wait, 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 wait,
3: <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> sorry. One
2: more
3: time. Mm-hmm. One more time. One, well, would you back it up?
2: Try it one more again. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Just, one more time. This,
3: this time with feeling. This time.
2: Yeah. Activity rises and falls, creating the so-called solar maximum. Then solar minimum. During a solar maximum, the sun is more powerful and is littered with sunspots. Conversely, when the sun enters a cinema solar minimum, which it did about two years ago, <gasps> energy from our host star begins to lessen. So apparently. <laughs> apparently. We have dodged the global warming fiasco two years ago, and no one bothered to say anything. I I, I do feel a little bit uh, cheated, because God knows they have beat this drum forever and as loudly as they possibly could, and the fact that we have dodged it now, no one says a word.
3: Yes, 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 yes,
1: yes.
2: However, one expert has warned that the sun will enter a period of hibernation this year, which is known as a grand solar minimum or a GSM. <laughs> Professor Valentina Svorskov. Very nicely University, done. Thank you. The, from the Department of Mathematics, Physics and Electrical Engineering at North Bernia North University. All right. No,
3: that's not that's no
2: North, uh, North Umbria. Part there of, we go. Northumbria University. I apologize to everyone, the faculty and the students of Northumbria University uh, has warned that this could cause global temperatures to drop one degree Celsius. You know, isn't that what they were bitching about before that the global temperature would rise by a a whole degree? Yes. That would cause the seas to boil and everything else. Yes. Well,
3: it was like five degrees. It was, you know over the next 200 years we could you know raise the temperature 5 degrees or some stupid crap
2: mm-hmm. <sighs> while that sounds like an insignificant insignificant drop it could be a major have major ramifications for the planet including a slowdown in agricultural production i'm sorry what the expert added the sun hibernation period could last for three decades, which will lead to wetter and colder summers. Oh, darn. Dang. Darn. Dang it. Darn. Dangity. Fiddlesticks.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't everybody want a cool, wet summer?
2: That's what I thought everybody looked forward to in the summertime. <sighs> <sighs> Professor Zarkova told us, unquote, the sun is approaching a hibernation period. Less sunspots will be formed on the solar surface and thus less energy and radiation will be emitted towards the planets and the Earth. Mm. The reduction in temperature will result in cold weathers on Earth, wet, cold summers and cold, wet winters. <laughs> we will <laughs> possibly get big frosts. <laughs> this is happening now in Canada where we see temperatures Uh-oh. negative oh, 50 degrees Celsius. Celsius.
3: Italian uh, Assault Waffle over on the mewies. Yes. I'm wet just thinking about it. And it's a GIF, so I'm just saying. Oh, it's even better. It's a GIF, and you'll get exactly what it is.
2: It's the gift look. that keeps on giving.
3: Yes, it really does.
2: <laughs> so yay! No more global warming. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We are free again. Or some such fiddle faddle. Mm -hmm. It would have been nice for all the browbeating and everything that was going on if they could just have said something.
3: Instead of browbeating, they could have beat other things, you know?
2: Yeah, it would have been nice. (laughs) It would have been nice for them as much as they made a big scene about, oh, we're going to die. The planet's going to die. Mm -hmm. One whole degree, blah, 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 blah. We're all going to die. It would be really nice for them to turn around and go, hey, guys, guess what? We're okay. You know, maybe it's just me. (laughs) But it really would have been kind of nice, you know. So I do have one other thought, though. Does that mean that the hmm. uh, they're going to move the hand back on the Doomsday Clock now?
3: No, of course not. The Doomsday Clock is about man-made destruction. Yeah, but... Oh, oh, actually, you know, you're right, because when, when it was getting hotter in here... Um, no, people were getting more angry and upset on a daily basis. And so by doing that, they were uh, amping up the Doomsday Clock.
2: Oh, so because of the heat, people were more susceptible to violence, therefore causing humanity to literally rip itself apart. Or something along those lines. Yes, correct. Hmm. James on the Twitter.
3: I just fixed my wife a bowl of mint chocolate chip ice cream with a side of dill pickle spears. James, your wife is pregnant. yes. He used hashtag breaking news. It was, it was hashtag breaking news.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I I don't think that falls under the breaking news category.
3: Neither does the solar cycle, but (laughs) I think that was the point.
2: (laughs) That's the point. Well, but again, it really would have been nice to, to... so that means every one of y'all listening can now take this article. And if you need the links or anything else, by all means, let us know. Um, but the next time someone says anything about anything like this, about global warming or, you know, the <laughs> climate change or anything else, you can say, ha, ha,
3: ha, ha. <disguised> mm. na nana, nana, boo, boo, right? You're a moron.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the last GSM was, uh, which comes by roughly every 400 years came in the 17th century.
3: That's a really long time to come.
2: It does, right? Pro- researchers produced a NASA indicate uh, by NASA indicated that the last prolonged solar minimum, the cooling temperatures of the northern hemisphere were exceeded, indeed is- exacerbated by that maunder minimum. So stupid. Because we all know we could take temperature back in the 17th century. We were all there. They were oh, taking, yeah. Everybody
3: was there. Yeah. I mean, come on. We, we had well yeah. well and good technology there.
2: In, yeah. In 2016, NASA said from 1650 to 1710, temperatures across the northern hemisphere plunged when the sun entered a quiet phase, now called the modern or the maunder, excuse me, minimum.
3: Okay. So, again, because so they, they were taking such great care of temperatures back then
2: because they had the thermometer and they were documenting this stuff because that was important not you know growing crops and tilling land and you know right. countries.
3: you know reading and learning and educating themselves be out of the dark ages that that wasn't yeah. a big
2: deal learning to get over the bubonic plague yeah that <laughs> that's kinda, not a big deal i mean come on no no that wasn't important but by god they kept an eye on that thermometer heck
3: yeah Uh, I mean, they had they had modern day thermostats, didn't
2: they? Didn't they? They did. It was called goosebumps. They went outside and went, oh, shit, it's cold. (laughs) (laughs) Well, how cold is it? I don't know. (laughs) It's cold. How cold is it? It's
1: It's cold enough.
2: (laughs) Cold cold enough that we need to light a fire and stay indoors.
3: That's right. (sighs) I just. uh, Oh, 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 actually, you know what? Stupid. It's cold enough for coffee.
2: It is. It's always, but see, I would argue. You would argue? I would argue. Don't argue. I,
3: that's not nice. It's not polite.
2: No, that's actually what I do. Um, <laughs> for a living. Yeah, I do. Yeah, right. I, well, I would argue that, that coffee. For a hobby, anyway. Yes. Well, living hobby. Whatever. Right, right. Um, I would argue that coffee is good no matter what the temperature is outside.
3: Um, I would agree.
2: I would actually agree with you on there.
3: So you aren't, you don't have to argue. Um, I'm there. I'm there with you. It Doesn't
2: matter if it's black or white. That's right. N- no, I'm not doing that. Oh, uh, no,
4: <laughs> it
2: doesn't matter if it's if the temperature outside is is you know below fifty degrees below Celsius, right? Or if it is a hundred degrees Fahrenheit. Ah, good. Good. No matter what. Well,
3: then, yeah, coffee's amazing, and uh, y- you know, it's even better right now mm-hmm. uh, because uh, APR Coffee has joined up with uh, with Mojo Five O to do another promotion this month. I know. I like this. Did you like this promotion? I do like this promotion. I like this promotion too. They've gotten together with the Bells of Liberty, which is uh, Saturdays. Bells of Liberty is on Saturday. Go check them out. It's amazing. The, those ladies know exactly what they're talking about, and uh, uh, amazing minds. Um, yes, and they're pretty, they're and, they're and and they're pretty, which means it's nice to watch them. It's much better to watch than us. I'm just, I'm just saying.
2: Yeah, well, they're they're way smarter than us.
3: Well, I'm just. If all you want to do is see something, they're much better to watch. But if you, <laughs> if you want yeah. substance, they're also much better to listen to. <laughs> but. If you go to Mojo Five O and you decide that you would like to help Mojo Five O by donating, um, Mojo Five O has joined together with APR Coffee to offer you a special gift.
2: What special gift are we talking about, Stephen?
3: Well, you know, last month is, there was c- cigars, right? That was the whole deal. You know, you get the cigars. This month, if you donate $14 or more, you'll get a gift of one full bag. Of an exclusive, one-time offer, chocolate-covered strawberry coffee. Mm. Now, we've had all the chocolate-covered fruit varieties of APR coffees. Mm-hmm. And they are amazing. The chocolate-covered cherry, which is the Taft, is beautiful, pristine, the Ron sexual chocolate is also very good. I'm not going to say that his sexual chocolate is pristine because I don't want people to get the wrong idea. I just wanted to make sure I mean,
2: they're good. They're going to get it anyway. So uh, yeah,
3: you know. I might as well. But <laughs> <laughs> so I could only assume that the chocolate covered strawberry, which is a small batch made only 100 bags made and they were individually numbered only for this promotion. You can get yours, $14 donation, over at Mojo50.com. That's Mojo50.com. Make a $14 donation, and they will send you the gift of delicious coffee. Sponsored by APR Coffee or AmericanPrideRoasters.com. And our lovely ladies over at the Bells of Liberty.
2: I mean, it is Valentine's Day, and what better, but what better gift to give your Valentine than chocolate-covered strawberries? And chocolate covered. I mean everybody does the candy, you know, the chocolate's covered strawberry. And everybody does that. This this, my friends, is di- is thinking outside the box.
3: Yes, cuz it's in a bag. It's
2: different. Yes, cuz everybody <laughs> everybody gets the candy. Everybody gets the the actual dipped strawberries in the chocolate. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's the same thing, blah blah blah. This think is basically that the- with coffee. Yes, think outside of the candy box, think into the coffee bag. $14 mojo 5.0.com hit the donation button, get you some strawberry or chocolate covered strawberry coffee. Yes. I'm telling you, you will be the hit mm. and your Valentine, be it a he or a she can then go and proudly produce to all their friends. Oh, you got chocolate covered strawberries. So did I, but mine's coffee and I get to drink it over the course of a couple weeks.
3: Right, I get to drink it the entire month, <laughs> mm-hmm. not just eat it right now. I get to enjoy
2: this, yes, for the entire month. So,
3: it's a gift yes. that keeps on giving,
2: over and over and over, and over again. again, again. And I am, pr- and we are trademarking that that slogan. By the way, <laughs> think outside of the box and into the candy box and into the coffee can b- bag.
3: Yeah, coffee bag. Right well, down. I
2: mean, you have to actually get to that point. Think out, think outside of the candy box, and in to the coffee bag.
3: That's right, American They're, Pride Roasters.
2: So, uh,
3: you know that climate activist guy?
2: Which one? Oh, that 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 Gunther kid?
3: Yeah, the Gunther Thunderstruck.
2: Yeah, the, God bless him.
3: You know, you've been
2: Thunderstruck, Thunderstruck. but.
3: Well, apparently, Gunther Understruck has been nominated for a Nobel Prize of Peace.
2: Wait, oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> for Peace. So, this child. Yeah. Is is getting or is supposed to, yes, is getting the Nobel Prize for peace for doing what exactly. For doing what exactly? Yes, for doing what exactly. This what?
1: How dare you
2: I'm sorry, that doesn't I oh, don't get it. No, 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 no. Listen again. How <laughs> dare you? No, I still didn't get it. No, no, you're
3: not listening right.
2: Hold on, let me me turn my headphones up. Turn your headphones. Okay.
3: Okay. All right. Tell me when.
2: You got it? All right. Yeah, try it now.
3: You good? Okay. Here, here, quick. It's it's gone in a flash. Okay. How dare you?
2: Yeah, nothing. I still didn't get it. I I don't know if it's a headphones. You didn't get it? No, I. I... Ah,
3: How dare you? Listen.
2: I don't get it. Okay. I don't right. see what that that doesn't have anything to do with peace. I'm, I, How I, I, dare <laughs> you? I mean, really? Come on. I'm still not there. Nothing? I mean, it's not? No. Mm-mm, nothing. Uh, I don't see what that has to do with peace. I The fact uh, that this child is getting the Nobel Prize for peace. I remember when I was a kid and I thought when you would hear, hear somebody was going to get the Nobel Prize, it was a big deal. they actually made an accomplishment they made a discovery there was a mm. there was there was legitimately something to back it up yes not some petulant little child who stands up in front of somehow has been allowed and able to stand up in front of the leaders of the of most of the world and basically tell them that they're all morons
3: how dare you
2: along those lines yes <laughs> yeah I don't get it. I don't get it either,
3: but 17-year-old Swedish climate activist uh, Gunther Thunderstruck has been nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize. This reported by the Associated Press. It's the second consecutive year that Thunderstruck has been nominated for the coveted prize. Jeans Holm and Hakan Svenelling both members of the East, sweden's left party said that thunderstruck has worked hard to make politicians open their eyes to the climate crisis and that actions for reducing our emissions and complying with the paris agreement is therefore an act of making peace as no, quoted not. by the associated press
2: no it's not because as per the story we just brought you ah we've dodged it it's done there's nothing like our greenhouse get ga- technically two years Then our, our greenhouse gases that they are complaining about
3: are what's going to keep us warm,
2: save the planet. Yeah, it's going to keep us warm for the next 10 years. Right. Right. Well, up to 50 years.
3: Right. 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 Excuse me. Up I'm sorry. Uh, uh, 11 to 50 years.
2: Yes. So this person has done nothing. They just picked it because she's a female, because it is, a, a, a I would argue, a, a, it's not even a hot topic button or hot button topic. It's just there. There's nothing about it that's of any actual importance. There's no reality to it. Whatever. The Earth changes temperature. Mm. Does humanity need to be better stewards of the Earth they're given? Absolutely. We always need to be striving to be better.
3: Yes, that's true. Oh, oh, Jackal Lazarus on the Twitter. She's only been nominated. Obama got one for doing even less. So,
2: yes, this is why I have less faith that they, or have less doubt that she's actually going to get it. Like she, this is this is in the bag. <laughs> Out of the candy box. No. And into the bag. She doesn't deserve it.
3: <laughs> Thunderstruck has been a turbulent uh, has a has had a turbulent last few years. Rising. To become the face of the environmental movement and gaining international recognition in the process. How dare you? She's known for encouraging millions of students worldwide to skip school the last year and join her "Fridays for the Future movement. Mm -hmm. Demanding faster action on climate change.
2: Wait a minute. So she did this last year?
3: Yeah, uh, Thunderbird, uh, Thunderstruck has also been named uh, Times Person of the Year 2019.
2: That's the only reason why she's even got the nomination. Mm. Um, But no, so last year she did this. Yes, she got everybody to stop to make faster action for climate change. Again, I point back to the story we brought you a second ago, where technically we entered this climate or this uh, the the solar minimum two years ago. So we actually did move so fast. We were in front of her bitching. Yes. We were already ahead of
3: the... We were already, like, a year ahead of her.
2: So, I would argue she doesn't get anything and she needs to go home. You're a failure. Yes. You're a failure, Charlie Brown. Go home. (laughs) We don't like you.
1: Charlie Brown. Mm. Charlie Brown.
2: I... I I get, like, it's nice that that kids want to be involved in stuff, but you also need to be educated. Yes, educated, And I mean really educated, not just uh, brainwashed. I had to think of what I wanted to use. You can't, not just brainwashed into a certain way of thinking.
3: How dare you?
2: You have to take it all in and process everything and come up with your own answer and your own way of thinking and then proceed from there. She did. No. She did. Not. No, yeah. she did not. I mean, come on. How dare you?
3: That's that's completely
2: fully integrated into her, you know, no.
3: young, childish
2: mind. No. Yes, young, childish mind is right.
3: <sighs> Defenders Live we will be right back.
0: I'm Michael Pelka from PuroPelka.com with your two-minute drill. Today, Monday, the president's defense team will once again go to the Senate and make the case that this impeachment is all a hoax. The Democrats who say the president really didn't care about the Ukrainian people, really didn't want to give military aid to the Ukrainian people. Well, Senator Joni Ernst uncovered some pretty interesting facts about the House managers, the people trying to get the president thrown out of office. Listen.
4: This year's National Defense Authorization Act, the conference report which included lethal aid to Ukraine, House Manager Nadler voted no.
0: Huh, so Jerry Nadler voted against that, voted against the lethal aid. That must be a very isolated case, right, Senator?
4: Last year's National Defense Authorization Act, which included lethal aid to Ukraine, House managers Lofgren, Jeffries, and Nadler voted no.
0: Well, that's kind of interesting. That seems to be a little unusual. Certainly, that's the only time that happened.
4: This year's omnibus, which included defense spending, lethal aid to Ukraine. No, Garcia and Nadler didn't vote. So
0: when they don't vote no, they just don't vote at all. That seems weird.
4: Four of the House managers have voted against lethal aid to Ukraine.
0: You know, Democrats, you're entitled to your opinions, you're not entitled to your own facts. Testudo, my friends. Testudo. <laughs>
2: Welcome back, everybody, defenders live Mojo 50. Go to mojo50.com. Make sure you hit that donate button, $14, and they will send you the gift of the strawberry, chocolate covered and- strawberry. That's a tomato tomato.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, and uh, don't forget, we are doing a Valentine's Day special. Mm-hmm. Uh, in that Valentine's Day special, we are playing your songs, your requests live on the air. All you have to do. Go to D-O-A-E show, D-O-A-E show.com. Throw in a donation there. Ten bucks. No problem. It helps us because it helps us get, a, get, get down to uh, Texas, which means we get to see you guys, which we want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, we're still going to do it. It just makes it easier for us to take care of everything that way. Um, yep. And it also helps you because then you can listen to songs. And maybe if you request us to sing a song, we will do so. But at the same point in time, you get to sing song, or you get to sing songs, your, your favorite songs, your Valentine's Day songs, you can make not only can you make a dedication, uh, all those things and more on our Valentine's Day special. Uh, obviously, Valentine's Day is coming up soon. It's only like a week and a half away. Yep. so get in your requests as quickly and as you what,
2: can. What better way? To spend Valentine's Day. then here with us. Well, I was going to say. Playing music out, for your loved out. ones. Ta- just let me take you to a space for a moment. Go into your mind. You're snuggled on the couch with your Valentine. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Lights are low. Defenders Live is on. Playing your request, your dedication, your message.
3: This one goes out to you.
2: No, I said it was a sweet thing, not porn. Um, <laughs> Same thing. Si- <laughs> Sipping on chocolate-covered strawberry coffee from Mojo and APR coffee. I uh, I mean, that that's one for the history books, my friend. Mm-hmm, Just mm-hmm. Nobody it's else cute. is doing that. Everybody else and their mother is going to be trying to squeeze in a reservation at Olive Garden.
3: Don't do it. Don't do it. Get, aim, stay here. Stay home. Cozy up together. Get yep. yourself a bag of that coffee. Get yourself some chocolate-covered strawberries. Get
2: some roses. Nah, don't even get roses. Don't do that. It's so so cliche. Carnations. We're trying to no. We're trying to be outside of the box because everybody's gonna be getting roses. Everybody's gonna be trying to go to dinner. What we're we, saying. I'm, get 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 the stuff. No, don't get the stuff. But animals. just bring it home. No, don't even do that. No, no, no. Don't worry about the flowers. You should be doing flowers all the time, sir. I'm talking to you. So, uh, James, that would would be, that would be the way to go.
3: James over on the, uh, Twitter. Mm -hmm. What if I wanted Stephen Airey to read a section of Songs of Solomon dedicated to my wife?
2: No. Um... I know exactly what portion you're referring to, sir, and uh, that portion I will not read. No, not espe- especially not if my child can hear. I feel awkward reading it when I when I read through it. I, I no. You mm-hmm. know what?
3: You know what? It has to be a you. I'm not going to say how much you need to donate to make that happen, but, but understand
2: to, it is a significant sum, a very significant sum. It will. There is a chance there is a chance we would have to put it before the board and we'd have to have a discussion and And
3: it would would have to be a very significant sum, which I don't want to force you into. I'm just saying
2: (laughs) I might argue you probably won't spin this portion. Um, Yeah, but no, I I get what you're saying. And it is a very sweet in, in it's, yeah, it's a very nice thing to say, but it's (sighs) who Like I said, I, I read through it a, a couple of times. I had actually went through it as a Bible study. Ooh. one. I, That's I'm not, so that
3: makes you so earth. weird. Cause you're reading it with a bunch of, a uh, bunch of adults and you're like, ah, yes. ah, this is like reading. Yeah, no.
2: Yes. When, when the pastor uses the word breast, you're like, whoa, wait, whoa, pastor, chill out. Mm-hmm. Chill with that. Sir, sir. <laughs> it's obviously it's okay, but it's one of those things that you just can't help but feel a little weird. Yeah, so yeah, the answer is no. Sorry, no, I'm not gonna <laughs> do it.
3: Oh, James, also letting us know that if a person wins a Nobel Peace Prize, they also become a millionaire.
2: She's already a millionaire. Okay, yeah, that's probably true. I guarantee you, she's gotten money from all kinds of people all over the world. She's she's already a millionaire. <laughs> so you gonna look at this and go, "Oh, good, we can add it to the pile and just toss it."
3: Quiet guy in the back on the Twitter. Wait, breaking news.
2: It's always breaking news.
3: At Stephen Ayer, can be bought. Wait, 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 wait. We know that. Carry on.
2: <laughs> yeah, it, he... Yeah, we kind of...
3: Hey, you know what? That's okay. I'll take it.
2: Everybody has a price.
3: 20 bucks. Same as downtown.
2: That's right. That's the not department. the price
3: for Songs of Solomon, though. That is
2: not the price <laughs> for Song of Solomon. No, sir. No, I think that might be reaching into the triple digits. Uh, <laughs> a little bit. A little close. Yeah, that's... Ugh. The Department of Justice is taking a new approach to robocalls, seeking approval to hold telecommunication companies responsible for calls on their network instead of just going after the often overseas criminals. You know, the dialing. If I had read this Mm -hmm. and only read that line, Mm -hmm. I would
3: have been very upset. Yep. I'd have been very upset. But then I went through and it's like, oh no, they're actually attacking like these little tiny toll-free dials.com and sip retail and the, and all of these like really, you understand these are all shell companies, right?
2: Yeah. Yep. 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 They're not talking about Verizon and Sprint and everything else. They're talking about, like you said, the small little things that,
3: that are the shell companies that actually import the business from overseas into the U S and then give them a, a voiceover IP mm-hmm. number, which makes it, impossible to trace and it goes into and and shows itself up as a local number.
2: Yes. Companies identified by the DOJ allowed two groups with ties to India and the U S offices in Arizona and New York to make hundreds of millions of calls per month. According to Jody hunt of <laughs> the DOJ civil division, the companies are tollfreedeals.com, sip retail and their owners, Nicholas, Palumbo and Natasha Palumbo in Scottsdale, Arizona. And the Global Voicecom Inc. Global Telecommunication Service Inc. Cat Telecoms, K-A-T. And the owner, John Kahn. Kahn? Kahn. Kahn. I don't know. Like right I like Kahn better. Kahn! Okay. The Justice Department is seeking a court order to halt transmission of robocalls from the company's networks. Telecom companies act as gateways for the robocallers using the voice over IP as Steven mentioned before to pass on the fraudulent calls to the U S telecommunications network. This allows scammers to spoof numbers and try to trick call recipients in the U S to think they owned a fine that they had to pay for instance, or as one that I've keep getting on as of late has been um uh, social security numbers. Really? Cause mine's
3: been uh mine actually has <laughs> invaders. Zig. Like- Mine actually been, has been the extended warranty on your car. Really? Yeah.
2: No, mine Mine has been, uh, I mean, it stopped as of late, but it's been mostly, it's been the, um, it's been um, the, the my social security number. What do they say? It's been frozen or something like that. Right. I'm like, wait, what? How? Here's First a- off. It it doesn't get frozen, you moron. And don't freeze those. Those don't freeze. You know, the new thing I've noticed that they've started doing is not just robocalls; they're starting to do robo text now.
3: Yes, I haven't gotten one of those, but yeah, I've, I've seen it.
2: I've gotten two of them, or well, it's actually three, but two of them were for the same thing, and all of them come back and say basically that um, my Amazon package is uh, ready for delivery and needs to have to contact them or whatever in order to your package is ready set up yeah and I, and I got one that said it was from FedEx too same thing
3: mm. that's really weird considering like you didn't do any of that
2: you well and if anybody knows package. anything about anything especially in dealing with Amazon um, they, they don't, don't send you a text no you get it it's all already there you can track it pretty much as soon as you make the order
3: yeah it'll pretty much t- like you might get a notification on uh, on your smart device
2: Yes, but it's from Amazon and it's, you know, it's labeled from it's, Amazon. It as, says
3: notification from Amazon.
2: Yes. And then it usually has an automatic tracking number that says track your, your package now. And, you know, mm-hmm. I, I dinged my package. Yeah, you did. Um, <laughs> Robocalls have overwhelmed phone networks in recent years, particularly in America, sending regulators and law enforcement looking for new ways to fight the spam. Experts estimate that four billion robocalls were placed in the U.S. in 2018. Yeah, a 46 percent uptick from the year before.
3: Well, I mean, that's only like a billion more than there are people in New Delhi. So,
2: so there you go. Earlier this month, the new federal anti-robocall law went into effect, which gives government law government new tools to combat the problem. Tools. Including- yeah. including fines up to $10,000 per call mm. and requirements that major carriers like AT&T, Verizon, and T-Mobile use technology to let customers see whether a call is coming from a spoofed number, which most of the time you can pretty much easily figure out when it comes from your phone number. Yeah. So here's when the funny mean-
3: thing. like uh, I've had people call my wife. Because they had just received a robocall.
2: From her.
3: From her number. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're not only spoofing numbers that aren't being used on networks. They're spoofing numbers that are being used on networks, which is l- illegal. Completely yep, yeah. illegal.
2: Oh, yeah. They're, they're, they've they been doing that. Like, but uh, you, you can pretty much guess if it's somebody that you know, if it's your own phone number, which I've heard stories of. People are getting a, a robocall from their own number. That's really weird. It is really weird. And then turn around and then uh I've it, it's pretty obvious when you get zero 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 zero. Right.
3: That means they didn't set up the uh, the, the VPN properly.
2: Yep. Which I'm gonna go on a limb and say that's a scam. Probably from New Delhi. Hello, uh,
3: thank you for thank you for answering the phone. This is Linda.
2: Hello, my name is Suzanne. Hello, I am Raul. (laughs) Something like that. My
3: name is Jonathan. They call me Peter. (laughs) I'm sure they do, because you're like a rock. You. What? That's what Peter means. Rock, the rock, the foundation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no. (laughs) It is. It's what it means.
2: Way to, way to Christian it up there, Stephen. You're
3: welcome. A, Thank you. I had to save it
2: somehow. <sighs> <laughs> have, you not, have you noticed just briefly, and I don't know how it is across the, the rest of the country. I haven't mm-hmm. bothered to look. Mm-hmm. But um, have you noticed the gas prices lately? No, I haven't. The paid week. They're, they're down to like two bucks.
3: Oh, that's really. I haven't even paid attention. No, I
2: haven't. Yeah, I bought I bought gas the other day and I I literally about pooped myself. I was like, "Oh my god, it's 2 201." Oh my god. Yeah, that's because we're using our gas instead of
3: the Middle East.
2: No, and I know that, but I'm just saying that, and there's no nobody says anything, there's no updates about it, nothing.
3: No, no, because, you know, it's down. It when it when it spikes to $7, that's when they get all pissy.
2: I was talking to somebody about that the other day. I remember when gas I remember when gas was less than a dollar and when it hit a dollar, I remember my mother flipping out. How dare they get to a dollar per gallon. This is robbery! Blah. My mother does not sound like a, I know.
3: You know yeah. Yeah. Girl. Right. I understand. But, I've met your mom. She's
2: nice. I, <laughs> well, the audience hasn't, Um, <laughs> but you know, she, she was all upset about it and she just couldn't believe it. And and then, from there it it kind of ticked eh, at a little bit faster of a pace, up to two dollars. Then we had that wonderful stretch where it jumped to 4 Mm-hmm.
3: And then and now it it's back down to like the two dollar range.
2: Walked, yeah, has walked itself back. hmm And I and I was typing in conversation, I I just find it funny that it took forever to get up to a dollar. And then once it hit a dollar, it is like, oh. Shut off. Yeah. I know. We could turn around and make more money, whether it was legit crises or not.
3: Right, they just kept on pushing it anyway.
2: Kept going. I was, I was, it was just a fascinating thought that. Oh yeah,
3: yeah. Over on the yeah. uh, over on the Miwis, Doc Thompson got run over by a Amtrak. Stephen sounded like the guy on Short Circuit and Short Circuit Two. <laughs> Johnny Five, the- Johnny Five. <laughs> I love that movie. Come back, Johnny Five.
2: I love that, that guy. Was- that was the first time I ever heard uh, an Indian dis- accent. <laughs> no, disco. Oh, disco. Nice. Mm-hmm. You heard disco
3: when, from Johnny Five
2: when when Johnny Five was dancing with What's Your Doodle in mm. the in the living room.
3: Yeah, that's, that's right. What's was Your first Doodle?
2: Time I ever heard disco. That's right. Johnny Five is alive and has plagued me ever since. I'm sorry.
3: So Obama helped make cars more efficient, but no. Now they spew black carbon.
2: Yeah, they kind of do.
3: Yeah, they do. So yeah, uh, before the past couple of years, we we used to have this different type of fuel injection, port fuel injection engines. Uh, now pretty much everybody's trying to go to like the direct gasoline direct injection. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the difference between it is just fuel efficiency, right? Yeah. Um, you know, it, less less actual gas is being used yep. to burn because you don't have to do the fuel and the and then it transitions into a gas and then after it transitions into a gas then it goes into the don't have to do all that
2: it's, all uh, mixture it's yeah
3: yeah it's just a direct line straight into the engine and so fine mist all the rest of it well gdi engines apparently what they do is they uh because of that direct injection um, it seems that, uh, they don't have a perfect burn pattern anymore, you know, cause you can't just burn all the gas away. You have this residue and residual and all the rest of it. Yep. And, uh, it, it turns into what they call
2: black carbon. It, well, yeah.
3: Yeah. Black carbon is like a, a very small particulate matter, um, and it's poisonous. Anyway, it's linked to respiratory disease, asthma, premature death, uh, heart and lung disease, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And it could be killing us. Oh, no. Potentially. I mean, Allegedly. whatever. Allegedly. I mean, that's.
2: Well, and it's it's what they do. I mean, I've I've worked on cars a long time. And that's, mm-hmm. yes, carbon buildup. That's usually what over time actually will will kill an engine. You don't end up doing, you know, engine cleaners and stuff like that through the system. And and a lot of them can be scams, but you if you get those, especially on, on, on newer vehicles or on older vehicles, excuse me, then you can kind of clean some of that carbon out it boosts the gas mileage. It breaks some of that junk out. It blows it out the tail end. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very effective. Right. But it is very like nasty. I've had to clean that stuff off by hand get a tool and a whiz wheel and junk
4: mm-hmm
2: it's bad
3: it's bad okay. yeah I, I I get that and I understand that so all of this came about because of uh, the corporate the, what are the, corporate average fuel economy standard or the cafe standard for cars uh this came about from the Obama administration. And the EPA and all the rest of it. And just like everything else that the government touches, um, it just made it worse for us.
2: Of course it did. When you start setting standards for people in places and in, in, in things that it's not meant to be done just because you think you're smarter than everyone else. Right. <sighs> Kevin
3: okay. Hutchison over on the MeWe, quote, your direct injection uh, injection doesn't have a perfect burn pattern. End quote. That's Ooh. what she said.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny.
3: hmm <laughs> James, over on the Twitter, black carbon is bad. Isn't that
2: racist? well it, the carbon ends up being black, yeah
3: it's not the carbon's fault
2: it's not it it didn't choose to be the color it is it's just I mean look the best way to imagine that this this carbon buildup like that like he's talking about is is if anybody has a, a fireplace
1: mm-hmm. and
2: I mean a real fireplace not this I have you know the natural gas yes, I mean, Shut mean. Up. I, mean a real, I mean a real fireplace <laughs> the real one a real thing or a wood stove. You know that you have to clean your I'm chimney. I'm looking for the
3: real thing, baby.
2: Sorry. Mm-hmm. You know that you have to clean out your chimney. You have to clean the soot out because otherwise it builds up. It builds up. It builds up. And technically, it can build up enough to actually close off a fireplace.
3: chim chimney, chim chimney, chim chim chery.
2: I'm not, no, <laughs> I'm not <laughs> I'm not feeling like being Dick Van Dyke. Sorry. That's
3: fine. Sometimes you feel like a dick. Sometimes you don't. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm all the time. I, just, I try to tone it down every now and again just oh. to liven things up a little bit. Right, right. <laughs> so basically, the EPA mm-hmm. the government yes. decided, oh, we're smart. We got this. You guys are dumb. You're not doing the right thing. We're going to make you do this the right way. And it's ruined everything. Right. Mm. Yes. Good. Who's shocked by this? Anyone? Anyone? No. 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 Wait, there's a hand in the back. No, that's
3: not That's not a hand.
2: What about that guy? No, 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 nothing. Okay. So there you go. There's yeah. uh, there's no point in continuing on from there. I no, not at all. You know, uh, uh,
3: uh, maybe we should tell you take this moment and tell you about some CBD oils
2: because you need the CBD oils. We yeah, to keep beer. you
3: calm while you're dying of respiratory
2: failure. You're <laughs> <laughs> you're laying there in the iron lung. They don't have any.
3: <laughs> they don't have anymore. Actually, they do have some. We just don't use them.
2: Well no, I was gonna say there's they don't have it anymore. They they're, they're I'm trying to think. There I seen a story somewhere where there was a guy who has the he's the last person alive using it right now. Mm-hmm. Like from back in the day.
3: Yeah, and he's still using it. Like wow. He's still got
2: an old one. Uh huh. Yeah. That's anyway, C B D oils. Yeah, C B D oils. Or respiratory problems, but
3: right. Well, they, they, they can help with other things. They can help you feel better. They can help you with uh, joint discomfort. Uh, they can also help you with your, just your mood, your overall mood. Plus maybe you got some stomach problems, things like that. CBD oils can help with many, many things. And the ones that they offer over at uh, KBMD, which is, uh, brought to you by Mojo Five O. go to mojo 50com go to the shop. You can find the CBD oils there they're full spectrum which means they don't have you know they don't have all the crap in them um they're they're co2 extracted so you get the cleanest extraction no harsh chemicals none of the rest of it it's just pure cbd oil and it's amazing if you have joint discomfort if you have trouble sleeping frequent inflammation mood swings gut problems Try the CBD oils today. I'm not saying this is perfect. I'm not saying it's going to fix everything. What I am saying is that it can help. Go to mojo50.com forward slash shop, mojo50.com forward slash shop. Look for the CBD oils there. Use the promo code Defenders, and you can get $15 off of your price. That's promo code Defenders over on mojo50.com forward slash
2: shop. <laughs> Uh <sighs> going back earlier to the uh apparently there's some people who weren't a fan of my uh my setting what setting my romantic setting I tried mentioning earlier what that quiet guy in the back over on Twitter's no offense at the DOA show hosts, but watching them with the lights off or lights down low is a bridge too far for me
3: <laughs> when the lights go down <laughs> in, the in the
1: city. city. <laughs>
2: The sun shines on the bay. Okay. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Hey, Dylan. Yes, Steven. I hate you. See, every time you start that, <laughs> it's something that's going to piss me <laughs> off. Every time. Every time. Every time. <laughs> Bradford DeLong asks. I'm sorry, what? J. Bradford DeLong Delong. Delong what? That's his name. Is he Delong Dong from the Hong Kong?
3: No, actually, he looks European of some of sorts. Um, he asks, isn't a wealth tax common sense?
2: Uh, in a word? No. <laughs> no, it's not. Oh
3: gosh. This is from uh, Just to show you where where the news can go, this is from a a website called socialeurope.eu. So it's in Europe. It's a socialist propaganda site. And this was on the Apple News links. Nice. So Apple News thought that it was a good idea to send me a link to socialeurope.eu.
2: Because who doesn't want to be like Socialist Europe?
3: That's right. C.J. Bradford DeLong says, uh, I was not surprised when leading Democrat primary can- uh, contenders began to endorse a wealth tax along the lines of what would have been proposed in my, uh, by my University of California, Berkeley, colleagues Gabriel Zuckman and Emmanuel Saez.
2: Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Time out for just a second. Sure. Yeah. He's in Europe. Yeah. Well,
3: I mean, he might not be in Europe, but he kind of looks
2: stupid. Okay, but so my point is, that he's he's dealing and he's taking advantage of American capitalism, yeah, and writing Europe. for his socialist European website. Correct. Okay, just want to make sure I didn't miss anything. Gotcha. He
3: says, "What surprised me is the low uh, is the level of pushback these candidates have received, particularly from those who should be in favor of anything that moves the United States towards more progressive tax systems." When I first began my study public, uh, uh, began studying public finance, I I was taught that there were three principles of taxation, all stemming from the 17th century French politician Jean-Baptiste Colbert Mm -hmm. and his dictum.
2: Dictum? I didn't even know him. Which says, so. Is that really how you started? So?
3: Yes. (laughs) Way to go, French. So pluck the goose as to obtain the largest possible amount of feathers with the smallest possible amount of hissing. What? The people are the goose. The feathers are the money. Take as much money as you can from the people without them getting upset.
2: Okay. Um. Apparently, this guy has never cooked a goose before because what you're supposed to do is actually you kill know, it first. Kill it first, and then you bowl it, and then you do what? I'm sorry. It. You bowl it and you do it what? I'm sorry. It. You bowl it. Hey, you I'm sorry. It. What?
3: I I. You do what?
2: You bowl it. It <laughs> softens <laughs> skin, and it makes it easier to pluck the feathers out. That's what you do. I mean, you don't you don't bowl it to like it cooks, but you. Bowl sorry, it do you what? It. You bowl it for a little while. Yeah, so I'm sorry. I, I just didn't. You bowl it. You put it in water. You turn the heat up real high, and the water starts to bowl. You bowl it for a while, and then it softens the skin up, and it makes it easier to remove the feathers. That's what you do with chickens. That's what everybody, anybody who's ever actually had. Unless you're French. Yeah, apparently unless you're French, because they eat snails and lettuce.
3: Yeah, inside of lettuce.
2: And bread. Right. So there you go. Right. What does he know about uh, cooking a goose? I don't
4: know.
2: That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. That oh, was great. That well, was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there are parts of it that
4: weren't very good It could have been a lot better. I
2: didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. Get him away.
4: Hey, boo. 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 This is the seditious,
1: rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo 5.